Hello, Svaru, how are you? Let's talk about pets today and animals in general. What kind of animals do you have for pets in your society? Good evening, Gosha. I am fine, thank you. To answer your question, as it's expected, many animals are used as pets. There are three primary pets in Taigeta. Cats, the very same ones you have, ferrets, not the same, only similar, and mog ye. You don't have those. Can you describe a mog ye, please? It's the size of a house cat, four legs with claws for climbing trees. It's covered with colorful feathers all over. Very short and dense green ones as fur, and longer ones in elbow and knees behind. And long, colorful feathers on the tail, making it look huge, and on the head. It has no bill, only hard lips that resemble a bill, and sharp teeth in two rows inside. It's a bird. It's born from an egg. It's a climber and lives in trees, and its primary food is fruit. But it also goes for nuts, and it's known to go after fish as well in shallow creeks. The male is a bit larger than the female, and it's the one with the most colorful feathers. But do you have a friendly relationship with them? Intimate one, like here, people with dogs? It likes to live close to people, and it likes to cuddle like a cat. It's common to have them cuddle around your neck as a living feathered scarf. They are very intimate with people, also very clean when domesticated. You can walk with them as you do with a dog, but their legs are short, so they do tend to get tired after some time and you have to carry them back home. They can be very noisy, especially in the wild, and they form large communities of them on the trees and they scream at each other at dusk and dawn. They tend to attack your fruit basket, so you cannot have fruit and vegetables at hand when you have a mogie close. They can be invasive to crops and live mostly in Temer, as they are tropical birds. They get along reasonably well with cats and ferrets, as long as they don't go close to their young. Super curious, but let me tell you something about dogs. They are the best human companions here. They live very close to you, they cuddle, they look at you like humans, they feel your sadness and come to comfort you, they go with you on outdoor adventures. They are so loyal and affectionate, very loving. Why do we have them here and you don't? I really can't imagine living without. Why can't they be imported to your planet from here? Dogs are a human creation, breeding and interbreeding wild canine species. They are found only on Earth as such. They cannot be imported because dogs are invasive and dangerous to native species. Yes, but what if we import the domesticated kind? One dog free in the wild might exterminate many native species, just because they have no former knowledge about dogs and cannot defend themselves. It's too dangerous for the native animals.
I must have dogs. If I ever went up there, could I bring Crockett, for example, my dog? Let me send you a photo. He would be inside with me and always on a leash. Yes, he is adorable. He is like a living toy, magical creature. So, could they be imported if kept on the leash? I guess so. It will have to be checked with the equivalent of customs. Great. Okay. Next question I will have is, do you all have the same type of animals in all Pleiades and on other planets? No. Temer is very tropical and is full of birds. Era is mostly woodland and mountains, so we have a lot of forest creatures. Procyon is a jungle planet, and by far the most hostile of the four. If left alone at night in the jungle, no one survives. Even the gravity there is harder at one point G. And then Dakote, the furthest of the four planets, mostly ice and tundra. Many heavy-furred creatures there, like woolly-looking cow-like creatures and mammoth. Procyon, no Procyon the star, is a very hostile planet, yet many Tegetan Pleiadians call it home. Kila is from there. So basically and overall you have the same type of animals and plants as here, except for a few exceptions like dogs and mogies. Everything else is the same? You got elephants, snakes, panthers, etc? Many of your animals we have. Rabbits, big and small cats, panthers, lions, tigers, leopards, and so on. We have few reptiles, but the ones we have are deadly. And many creatures and animals you don't have on Earth, most you don't have. Flying lizards that glow in the dark. Pig-like creatures with hair but the size of a cow. Like hundred times more species of birds. Birds everywhere. And any other animal apart from the dog that we have and you don't? Horses. We don't have them. You have many we don't have. You don't have horses? Do you ride any of your animals, by the way? Here we ride camels, elephants, horses. No horses, only a wild equivalent, but it's a lot smaller, and no, we don't ride animals. Dromedaries we do have in Temer. We don't have rhinoceros, nor do we have crocodiles, nor giraffes. Many places, many planets have the same species, others do not. In Temer we have a lot of cetaceous beings, whale and dolphin. You don't have rhinoceros, crocodiles or giraffes? So all these animals developed here. How do they develop? Genetic programs? They don't develop. They are seeded in the planets. How were they seeded if you don't have them? You mean from some other planet still and before the 3D matrix and all? It goes around and round. No clear beginning in all the planets. Yes, before and after the 3D matrix. It's still going on now, the seeding. Okay, and are all the races vegan? No, many are carnivorous. 
but most of the friction between species happens in Procyon, for example between the cats and the Guna bulls. Think of it as a doomsday, angry bear-like creature. Erra and Temer are very peaceful planets, even with or among their wildlife. Ah, okay, but I meant, are all the ET races vegan? You mean the interstellar advanced races, not the animals? Okay, then yes, they are all vegan. Only the regressive ones are carnivorous here. You simply cannot be an advanced race here and be carnivorous. We talked once about the getting old fast here, as a part of the manifest reality after the mental control, after the 3D hack. So what about the animals? Why do they get old? They didn't get mind controlled. Mainly because they are people too. They are also subject to the same problems, yet for them. It's not as much about the mind control part, and it's more of the initial setup of each species. Turtles and trees may live very long lives there, for example, but cats and dogs not so. An incarnation of a human is for me as a dog's longevity would be for you, a 10% of your life, but for them a whole incarnation. Also. Time is not the same for them, so 10-15 years for a dog is perceived by the dog as a complete and long incarnation, but from your perspective it's short and unfair. And why do some animal species hunt other species? It makes me so sad to see the lion go after a poor deer. Why is it designed this way? And does it happen in your worlds too? It's a lower consciousness state of mind, part of the progression towards oneness. Animals in that state are only starting to develop the ego, the concept of what and who they are. So they develop the idea of a me versus a you, with the concept of eating each other as in living from the other's life force, as in something other than themselves. It's only in the higher part of 3D where the concept of other people needing respect and the concept that they are also you starts to develop. But their bodies are constructed to eat meat, no? I mean, could the lion survive on plants? No, the lion cannot. It's part of their experience. Even in your world, they hunt each other? That's the concept of having a 2D instinct consciousness that basically only thinks in three ways. Can I eat that? Does that eat me? And can I mate with that? And yes, even in 5D. But then again, creatures like cats that advance in consciousness have found ways not to eat other people. So Urma and Alpha Dracos are vegan. They still retain their sharp teeth. Why did the source manifest the order of things this way? I don't appreciate that. The deer being devoured by the lion, having to feel fear and pain. I don't agree with this design. It's part of the progression of consciousness. You don't like it because you understand it. Without it, you wouldn't even have the concept to be disliked. 
You don't agree with it because you have already transcended that concept. But it never needed to descend to such a low degree. Only so we can ascend later and have a contrast. Something is amiss in all this, I feel. You have a clear resistance to this state of being of the animals. But it just is. You disagree because it causes resistance to what you think it should be. But it just is, and it's part of the universe and of being incarnated. Don't judge, just look. Mm, it's hard, because I empathize with the feeling of pain and fear that the animal must be experiencing. It makes me sad, as I don't see the usefulness for it having manifested in the first place from the source. I understand how you feel. I also understand what you say. But sometimes it's hard not to feel something and just observe. Another metaphysical question I had with regards to the animals and suffering. You know how we talked about the topic of suffering, human suffering, and how we manifested, etc. Why do animals suffer and attract negative experiences to them? Does their consciousness attract to? I mean, the real ones? They go into physicality also under the idea that they will benefit somehow from that. Also, they are a step of the evolution of consciousness as a whole, from the most basic examples all the way to the light beings. If the universe is all-inclusive, then it must include that as well. It cannot be a whole without the necessary steps in between. Everything is now. And only consciousness will animate the now to look as a timeline. Same here. All what animals experience sums up in your current perception of what things should be. Profound statements. I would need to ponder more. But don't you think the source doesn't need to throw suffering at itself to verify to itself that it is whole? It already is. Wholeness. Wholeness includes everything. You don't agree to this suffering, but it's only part of wholeness. And again, it happens because of concurring frequencies. And thinking from higher dimensions, no, it's totally unnecessary. Hmm, okay. However, I still want to understand. Does the animal consciousness also work with the law of attraction? You said now it happens because of concurring frequencies. Yes, it does. Everything works with the law of attraction in this universe. You mean, if the animal suffers, there were matching frequencies there? Yes. The best information we, or anyone else has, says exactly that. It's duality at its highest. Cat versus mouse. Tiger versus moose. Horrible. Man versus everything. Yes, it is. But that's just our interpretation from our point of view. The universe does not know any right from wrong. It just is. The universe lets the judgment come from the individual consciousnesses. Disagreements come from conflict of interests. But the source if it designed it this way, knew that we would interpret it this way, 
since it imbued us itself with the empathy. So it was quite a cruel design. I will first give them, myself, the sense of compassion and inability to sustain pain. Then I will give them painful situations for themselves or the ones they love and they will have to interpret it. It knew we would interpret it this way. So the source is being sadomaso with itself through us, through our own interpretation of its own creations. It knew we would interpret this way. It auto-calculated the interpretation. The interpretation is self-provoked by the universe. But you interpreted it that way because you already have experienced it. So this is another indication that you are more than ready, overcooked, to live or to go back to higher realms of existence. But others will remain here. However, I do understand what you say. I understand two extremes and all contradictions. You must realize that there are no others, only you. What you are looking at between the tiger and the moose is only your past, all happening simultaneously. Well, then I would love to dissolve it all, make it disappear, recreate it. There is no use for some things I created. As long as you have it in your mind, you are manifesting it all. And the reason you don't want it is because it exists. How do I shut it off then? If you don't want it, you resist it as something other than you. That would mean that you have not integrated that hurt and pain as also part of you. Okay, and if I do integrate it as me, will it disappear? And practically, from here, how should I work on it to integrate it? It won't disappear, but you will accept it better. If it doesn't affect its disappearance, then what's the point? Better fight it. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, half kidding. Fight and non-fight, like you. How do you integrate it? Long process, I guess. Shadow work, of course. And no longer resisting it. As you go working on oneness and integration of everything is part of you, it will fade away. Don't focus only on that or you will have more of it. And you understand that you always will disagree with that suffering. I do as well. And you know, I'm talking all wise here, but animal suffering and all, it makes my blood boil too. I am very close to many animals. I'm also receptive and telepathic with many. I feel them as I become them. Oh, I'm relieved then that you also don't want their suffering. I thought it was just me not being spiritually there yet. I don't think you can ever see this issue as not important. Understand it, yes, transcend in theory, but you cannot help judging. So don't judge yourself for judging. For a moment I did. Thank you, Zvaru. I feel better than about judging. Let's finish for today, as it is almost your time to leave. Let's continue next time. Okay, Gosha. It was a pleasure chatting with you, and thank you for your time. Until next time.